<laughs> hey, friends. Andrew, are you feeling good today, buddy? I am feeling good. You look good. I, you look good. Stop it. That's a, that's a really good-looking shirt you've got going on there, Timmy. Well, today's show sponsored by Mr. and Mrs. Miller. That would be my parents, who were first in line at Dick's Sporting Goods to buy us shirts last night so we could wear them on today's show. I'd love it if Dick's Sporting Goods would sponsor this show. Get Mr. Some, and Mrs. Miller will be good, too. Yeah, that, we'll take that as well. We'll but take that any day of the week. It's a... Uh, it's a good day for us here in greater Tampa Bay. I believe you meant to say Champa Bay. Champa, Champa Bay, the city of champions where we reside. And uh, we've got a lot to talk about. We've got a lot to celebrate. We're not going to only talk football, but... We'll be mostly talking football. Because yesterday was Super Bowl Sunday. And this? This right here. This is the morning after. Welcome to the morning after ministry show. A caffeine feud look back on the week and ministry that was. Good morning, world. I'm Andrew. I'm Tim. We live here and we're in good moods. We're in good moods. I'm probably in a little bit better of a mood. You're in a better mood. I will say this, Andrew and I, we we chat every Monday before the show, and I told I told you on the phone that. During the first quarter of the game last night was the first time in my life I had any nerves for a Super Bowl. I've never been nervous watching a game because it's, it's never mattered to me. Um, but living weird. living in this city for now 13 years, uh, I do have some ties to the hometown team. You you know I bleed I, teal. You know that. I'm, I mean, I'm wearing the Jags hat. You you love the Jags. I absolutely do. But as a Jaguar, you know that I do not know what a Super Bowl is. But also as a Jaguar, you know what it's like to cheer for a team. That has lost in more ways than any other. So, yes, it's, it's an exciting, exciting day. Um, it's also kind of weird because we're not youth pastors anymore, Tim. Which means there's a couple of things. Lots and lots of things. One, we got to watch the game with our families. Yeah, that Two, was exciting. We got to watch the halftime show without really any nerves. My kids were playing in the other room and they came in when the weekend sang that one song that everybody knows. Yeah, it was my my wife who does not listen to much popular music sure? because uh, she listens to the soccer mom radio. That is the joy FM sweetheart. I know you're watching and listening and we love you. And I listen to the joy of him. I applaud that you have kids in the car. Absolutely. But so she was watching when he like came out onto the field and she's like, Oh, those lights are so bright. It's like they're blinding. And I said, <laughs> so what you're saying is that you are blinded by the light. And she said, huh? And then he, it was, it was a <laughs> wow. moment where I seemed very cool and cultured to she my wife. Set that up. She had no idea, I, but uh, it's it's really nice to not have to uh, watch the Super Bowl in a room full of children anymore. It's pleasant. We we didn't have to keep that many humans alive. I mean, we have a few kids, so we, we, had, we had some to keep alive, not as many. So how were how were your Super Bowl parties last night? Did you have them? Did you do them virtually? Were you in mm. person? Did you get creative? I saw one one person posted. Um, Live picture of my Super Bowl party and the game was being streamed and all the students were in the gymnasium. See, that, no one that was always the happened. Game. It was like we didn't have a gym at our church, but you know we had a video game room, and sure enough, the video game room would be full by the first quarter. So that was tough. You know, one thing that that's a little bit sad is the two Buccaneer Super Bowls are two of the more boring Super Bowls in. I mean, in I mean, I was fine with the first half. The second, the second half was pretty boring. Yeah, but I again, it's the hometown team, so like, we were good. All yeah. the way around, but I get it. Like watching around the country, you might have been a little bored. Yeah, you might want it to be a, a little bit closer, but I was thrilled because I didn't have to be nervous at all. Were you okay with the halftime show? 
Yeah. I, I, it got I, a lot of hate. I was. I, don't I thought it was pretty creative. The halftime show gets hate every year. Yeah, the Maroon, no matter what. The Maroon 5 halftime show got hate. I liked that one too. And I thought it was great. The Lady Gaga halftime show got hate where she jumped in through the roof of a Lions stadium. You can't, can't please everyone. Um, I'm sure if Twitter was around when you 2 did the halftime show in 2002. I remember it. They would have gotten hate and that was spectacular. I, I don't know. There's... But like people the, hate the selfie shot where it looked also, like he was, was holding the, the camera. That was the, so cool. The 2001 season, but the Super Bowl itself was 2002. I get that. Okay, because the next year was when the Buccaneers won. I was. I remember that, but I it did not matter to me then. But it did matter to me last night. Connor says kids played nine square in the air the entire time <laughs> while I was yelling world champs. Yeah, students have never wanted a Super Bowl party. They're a little strange. I love them dearly, but it's odd. Um, Derek, Super Bowl champs, let's Derek's go. Derek's very excited. Derek was texting me all throughout the game. Okay, can I just say this? I, I, I love everything and everyone, including Leonard Fournette. Like, yeah. It is okay that as a Jaguars fan, I am happy for him. Uh, everyone wants to give me crap. I don't want to mention any names, but some people in the group chat were calling you out about Leonard Fournette. And again, I don't want to mention any names or call anyone out. How was I calling him out? I, <laughs> I said, hey, like, Tampa Bay should write a thank you letter to the Jags. But really, I mean, it was Burnett. it was Leonard's bad attitude that got him released by the Jags. And you can't play with Brady and have a bad attitude. Like, playoff Lenny, Super Bowl Lenny, I am happy for the guy. I have will... you ever been to Lenny's out here on I have, 19 I have been, and Drew? We've oh, been to so Lenny's. That's what we have. It's we've so been to good. It's, it's as good as Leonard Fournette in the Super Bowl. It's delicious. They give you those little pastries at the table? I remember that. Oh, man. We were we used to moleskin Monday there from time to I time. I like Lenny's. I want to have Lenny's for brunch today. Look, I'm just saying I could make the argument that it was mutually beneficial. Yeah. Both the, teams benefited. The, I could post the stats of James Robinson versus Leonard Fournette, and you will see that. Cam says the halftime show is a great example of how to innovate in today's climate. Absolutely. I, it was like, hey, let's also let's not put a giant stage and 7,000 dancers on the field. How cool that, was it that it was in the stands? That, that people have to go and, you know, then play on right afterwards. Right. So I I have nothing negative to say about the halftime show. I enjoyed it. I'm sure a lot of Chiefs fans are not happy about the one-sided penalties. <sighs> Do you know what? Just don't cheat. And you Wow. <laughs> that's, that's the way it works. Don't cheat. And, yes, if you are sticking your finger in Tom Brady's face and he's yelling back at you, only one person is going to get a penalty in the NFL, and it's never, ever, ever going to be Tom Brady. And then Brady. if you're going to tweet at Tom Brady and hint at a racial slur and then realize that Tom Brady was possibly wearing a mic and then delete that tweet, you might want to think twice. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just... Honey Badger don't care. Also, wow. also if you're going if you're gonna like call out somebody's character, yeah, and you're the honey badger, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> come on, really? Uh, you got you got a ring. You got a ring last year. You got beat. It's cool. There's a there's a whole lot that we should be talking about. That's not football. We did ministry this week. We did ministry. We, we this did week. church. Have, have we even mentioned on the show that we started a David series five weeks ago? I don't know that we did. We started a series on the the life of King David, and the problem is in my brain. I thought it was going to be like a five or six week series. And now I'm realizing it's going to have to be like a 10 week series. And still we're skipping over stuff. There's a lot of stuff about David there in first and second Samuel. And you love a good, you love a good old Testament narrative. I, I, you do, you do old Testament narrative. Well, I love preaching in an old Testament narrative. I know you do. 
And then I, and yesterday, I'm complimenting you. You write had, you write Old Testament narrative sermons very well. I preach a few of them myself. We had King Saul pooping in a cave. Oh, always. Good. And I got to like be like, you can't get mad at me for being immature. This is in the Bible. These are real people. <laughs> These are real things. And I look out and seeing who's like laughing at the poop jokes, not who you would expect in the congregation to be laughing at the poop jokes. And the I love poop that jokes are always funny and it's in the Bible, which is why it's always on this show, because we're so biblical. We are very, very mature and biblical. We're which biblically is why, grounded, which is why people gather every single Monday wow. to hear us just exegete scripture. Mm. Also, uh, last week. So we were in first Samuel 24 and 26, the two different times that David could have killed Saul, yep. but decided not to. But last week we were in the middle of that sort of Abigail and, and that story. But two different times in the King James of of First Samuel twenty five, David t- says that not a single person that pisses against the wall will be alive. He's saying, "I'm going to kill all the man, mm-hmm. all, all the mans, all the all of the males, all the mans, all that's the mans." That's a plural but the man, King mans. James translation says "pisseth" multiple times. I still use that word, and it makes me laugh because my mom couldn't get mad at me for saying it when I was in middle school. Because again, it's in the Bible. Wow. If it's in the Bible, you're allowed to say it. That's what I've learned about the Bible. Andrew, speaking of Sunday and Sunday sermons and all things ministry, I have a very serious question for you. My wife brought me a red cup this morning. Your wife loves you. As of the Buccaneers. When, and, and, and as pastors, I think we have to accept that this is coming and there are appropriate times for this. But when do you, when do you accept sermon critique? What's, what's good? What's a good time and day for you to accept sermon critique? Um, let's say you're preaching two sermons, for example, okay. hypothetically speaking, um, someone who you love, trust, respect, and know very well texts you in between sermons to provide sermon critique. And let's say it's a, it's not quite the full Oreo of critique where you start off with a compliment and then you, you know, you end with a good note. And then the creamy middle part is here's what you might want to work on. Right. Let's say they left out the bottom part of the cookie, but there's, there's so the, two pieces of the cookie there. I think it it depends on who it is. Okay. But ideally not in between services. Okay. But at the same time... I think there's an exception to the rule. I I think there's... I'm thinking of the most memorable sermon critique that I've had in my life was in between services. Mm -hmm. And it was by someone that had the right to do... It was my senior pastor when I was the youth pastor. It was like my second or third time preaching at that church. Kindle says more like a half Oreo. Yeah, this would be a, this would be a half Oreo like example. The, those Oreo thins. An Oreo thin? I don't want a healthy Oreo. Like who want But you can eat more of them. Then it then it defeats the whole purpose. You feel like you can eat more of them. I mean, sometimes the sermon critique is the double stuff. I've been there. Yeah. I have been there. Uh Jeff says if a trusted person with a true assessment and a tangible change that could be made, I'm good with it. Otherwise, save it for Monday. Jeff, I'm I think that's where I'm at. If there's like if there's a theological error or there's something that came across as harsh unnecessarily. If you're pronouncing a name wrong. I'm pronouncing a name wrong, which I've done. And, oh, yeah. And I've had. Listen, I've, I've had people critique and, and help me there. I've been in David for the past five. I have not been in David because I'm thinking of when Han Solo cut open. What is that thing called? And I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Taunton. A Taunton. That's a Taunton? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I wasn't like in David. Like I didn't crawl in him for warmth, but I've been in the story and the narrative of David for some time. There's some weird names that go into that story. And yes. so I've discovered that even if I don't know the name, if you go to the Bible gateway 
you can play the audio Bible while mm-hmm. you're doing your sermon notes and then listen to somebody else read it a few times. That's what and, I do. Yeah. Every, every wow. Sunday before I preach, wow. I, have I told you this? No. Every Sunday, usually it's a, it's a great pro tip. 15 minutes before I preach, I will listen to the sermon audio again just one more time. So or the it, scripture audio. Sorry, not sermon audio. Yeah. Scripture audio. So I'll go to the Bible app mm-hmm. or Bible Gateway. I'll hit play on the translation that I'm going to be reading for that day, <clears throat> and I will listen to it. That is the last thing I hear usually right before That's service. That's a great idea. So that, that way, way you get all the weird names and the cities. and Is someone else pronouncing them right before I Speaking preach? Speaking of biblical cities in Joshua, they go to Shittim. It's a real city. Again, another biblical word. Yeah. Perfectly acceptable to use. It's a city in the Bible. They talk about it. So um, if you, (laughs) I've just been called a scruffy nerf herder. Richard says if they are a Karen, uh, don't accept it. If they only complain, don't accept it. If they are barely there, don't accept it. Okay, so when would be a good good time to accept it? I think Jeff has given us the... The exception to the rule, I think you have as well. For the most part, I would say Monday morning is is better. Mm-hmm. In between yes. services can be distracting unless it is something very, very pertinent. For example, let's say you you didn't have time to go in depth on the church history moment you were talking about in a sermon. And but someone someone says, wanted to critique and said, actually, and it was the actually text. Yeah. Where it was actually the and it was like, yes, but was I didn't it actually have time. you did have time if your illustration wasn't 14 minutes long at the beginning of the sermon. Because that's what that's what I get in trouble for. It's like we don't have time to get into that this morning. And like, but you just talked about Hannah Montana for 19 minutes at the beginning of the I don't actually talk about Hannah Montana. I do. I was talking about House Hunters International yesterday because David. So I'm sorry. Makes sense. I'm, I'm interrupting with my my stories. Andrew, everyone knows that is what you do. They've come to love the show because of it. There you go. So there was a church history moment that you were referencing. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Okay. There, there was more to the story than I had time to share, hypothetically. Okay. And then the text after first service was actually, you know, the actually kid on YouTube. Actually. With the the parts that I did not have time to share. And, mm. and my response was, yes, indeed, with an exclamation mark. Like, well, how else do you? You're right. I'm glad you Wikipedia'd what I was talking about during church. Could have been Monday. That'd be a great podcast. Could have been Monday. Could have, I mean, it could have been Monday. That would be a fun podcast scrap this, where we this just talk about the things that could happen on Monday instead. Kindle likes on. their critiques Tuesday afternoon with a coffee or scone offered at the beginning. I, I am all for that critique. CJ, it really or depends on what it Oreos. is. If it's theological, let's sit down and have a talk Monday. If it's stupid, like you didn't tuck your shirt in, uh, then get behind me, Satan. So I get the, you need to take your shirt in critique all the time now because my parents come to my church. And so yesterday morning I was sitting like right in front of my parents because the way that we have our seating space out to get every, as many people socially distant as possible. Um, my parents were in a row set up for five and they had three of my boys with them. So I couldn't sit there. So I was like in front of them by myself hmm. and I, I, I do jeans with, you know, a button down shirt that's usually the French tuck, if you will, so tucked in in the in the front. You're such but a fashionista. I've watched quite a few episodes of Queer Eye, Tim, and wow. they say for a chubby guy, that's the way you do it. And uh, so I am just knowing, uh, with the tie, obviously. T- of course. Today, we're not wearing a tie. But so like, I just, I knew standing in front of my mom, she was thinking, oh. She was going to say something. She didn't, but she, I, I could I could read her thoughts, and she's like, why isn't he wearing a belt? Wow. And he really needs to tuck his shirt in. Do you not always wear a belt? I don't wear belts very often. Always wear a belt. I, I usually leave. Right now? 
course I'm wearing a belt. I usually leave the belt in the pants that I wear that week. See, I I typically don't wear my pants all week. Oh, I do. But I also... They're jeans. I'm, I'm chubbier than you are, Tim, so I get the belt line. If I'm sitting down while wearing a belt, I get the belt like digging into my gut line. It's not comfortable. Look, I know when my parents are not a fan of what I'm wearing... When something shows because, up in the mail that because, week. Because your mother buys you something different. Four pairs of pants this week. <laughs> Apparently, I wore a pair of pants that were a little faded. She could tell they were old. She got my sizes, and I got four new pairs of pants this week. Just like like Amazon Prime delivered? or, or I mean, like, a- like, like American Eagle, nice pairs. I'm not complaining. Uh, listen, your parents bought me this shirt, and I told my I'm not complaining. When, when my wife saw me leaving the house not in a shirt and tie this morning, she's like, oh, what's going on? And I said, I told her, and she said, did Tim's parents adopt you? And I said, I think so. And then she said, good. When can they watch our kids? Because your parents are just that loving. They are. And, that, uh, they have a lot of love. To, with 13 grandkids, they have they, a lot they, of love. They've got give. a lot of. They've got a lot of. Jeff love. says, I am a believer that we need to get more comfortable with critique. I'm, I'm with you, Jeff, because it has always been the potential has the potential to be constructive. Keyword is potential. The way to know if it's helpful or not is often <laughs> knowing who it's coming from. I rarely listen to anonymous critique. I, I like that. I love all of those things, but I was busy laughing because someone said. Were. Andrew Larson or Tan France. Uh, let me tell you, just throw on a cardigan. I, I love me a cardigan. Like I, I love cardigan. So like so many, I, uh, after this past weekend, I realized the need to go into the second X-Men trilogy mm. put out by Fox studios mm-hmm. because I need to understand what's happening in WandaVision, all that more. Wow. And so here I am watching X-Men first class and wow. realizing, Oh yeah, I really liked this movie. It was good. And, Whenever Hank is on, I'm like, man, I like that guy. What is it about Hank that I like so much? And I realized like an hour and a half into the movie, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's always wearing a plaid shirt, a solid tie, glasses, and a cardigan. Have I based my entire personality off of the beast? I think I have. Jim Pertle says, go Chiefs. It's baseball season. I will not be taking questions at this time. <laughs> uh, my Facebook memory this morning was of my boys at Ray's Fan Fest with Mike Brasso which was exciting if you're a Rays fan, last year. So we are officially in baseball season. I am with you. It's baseball season. Nathan says, finally figured out what's wrong with today's episode. Andrew isn't wearing a tie. It does look weird. But you look good. My neck feels so free. Well, we can see your neck. Can you, though? Just chin. It goes all (laughs) the way to my chest. It's okay. Tim, I, uh, I had a bit of a... Working, working title on Andrew's biography. <laughs> what what was the working title? Oh, I think it was. Oh, the chin. That or uh, just throw on a cardigan. Just throw on a cardigan. That would be a great title. It is. It really is. But I had a preaching snafu yesterday. I got up and I started. Yeah, you have here when notes attack, and when, we have not talked about no. this. No. So I got up. I I usually get to church depending on the Sunday. I try to get here at, at about an hour before the service. I go in, I, I make sure the tech stuff is set up. I make sure that my PowerPoint is synced with the praise team stuff and all that. So I went, I go and I put my iPad and my Bible mm. on the preaching table mm-hmm. that I use. I pull up my notes from Dropbox. Sure. And so I, when I opened my Dropbox, the iPad had not connected to the internet here in the church yet. And so the notes that I pulled up were from last week's sermon. And I did not realize this. Oh, and no. so I 
go and I do all the stuff and we it's a communion Sunday, so we do welcome, call to worship, all that stuff. We had that great that gross prepackaged communion. Love it. Melts in your mouth. So disgusting. It's so gross. I am so ready. I I would almost I popped open the communion juice and got it on my white shirt. I was I would almost be ready for intinction again to not have to the bread and in the bread the the bread bread is so good, but I don't, dip. The, 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 everybody touch it with your fingers. That's weird. And then as the pastor going last, yeah. but, uh, so it was, it was a full service with all the stuff. So by the time I get up to preach, I look at my iPad and my notes are not there. And so I'm like trying to go through my intro from memory. But if I'm preaching without Were you panicking, oh yeah. When I'm preaching without notes, I know that I'm preaching without notes. And so I spend oh, I more time memorizing and, yep. and, you know, you kind of get whatever mnemonic device to know what what point. But when you know you're going to have your notes there, it's like, oh, whatever, I got my notes, I'll be fine. And so I'm like trying to go through my intro and I'm wow. refreshing Dropbox and refreshing Dropbox and it's just not connecting. Wait, wait, wait. You pull up your notes directly from Dropbox? Yeah. Oh, you got to download those. I, I do now. Andrew, pro tip. If you're not using Evernote, if you, are, if you need to use something without internet connection, go to your office before it starts. Pull up your iPad. I email myself a PDF. I open the PDF and download it and have it there. That way, internet or not, they are there. That is a, I mean, that is a scary spot to at, be at. At one point, I was... I was we manuscript. I was probably <sighs> 12 to 15 seconds away from being like, hey, Dylan, can you go grab my laptop off of my desk in the wow. office? Dylan, would you have done it for me? What would you have... What would you have what would you I mean, have required? I, I would have gone and done it. I like it. Would you have laughed at me the whole time? I mean, after the fact, maybe, but not. Not during. Not, I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I had wow. to do that once with my uh, my previous senior pastor. Everyone needs a Dylan in their life. He uh, he left. Like he, he would manuscript. and have like 30 pages of like size 20 font paper. Uh, yeah. like pa- oh, But paper wow. and like they and got like a notebook. Yeah. But they got knocked out of order or something, or they were. He was like working from Tuesday's notes, but, but he needed Thursday's notes. So mid the revised edition. Yeah. So midway through his introduction, he like looked over at me and said, "Andrew, could you go get my notes from my office?" Wow. And what he meant was, Andrew, I need you to open my laptop. You know my password and print off the latest version of my notes. At I, some point, you just have to roll with it. Yeah, it, that's that's a bit I, much. I was uh, I was thinking to myself do i try to just base the sermon off of the slides that i know are coming next or do i admit publicly and with the live Andrew, stream and all these people, lot of people nervous or right now. like what do i do kindle is sweating just listening it to was, the story oh i i sweat through my shirt in about 40 seconds and normally that takes four minutes yeah so i mean it was, a, it was a big deal it was six times as fast it was like i got up there I'm like this is a good sermon i'm ready i've got it I've, I'm, I'm good to go and i started talking before i looked at my notes and then it was uh, we also we usually have a not a bumper video but we usually have a teenager who's in our church who, read the scripture, who, who right? she reads yeah. the scripture, but because it was a communion Sunday and we were covering two chapters, I was like, you needed extra Megan, time. I love you, but just for the time in yep. the service, let's not do that this week. And so then it was like me moving the table into the center of the stage. And I sat down and was like, oh, hey, you know, I didn't actually say, hey, everybody, hey, but everybody. I started to go and I was like, uh, I am bungee jumping without a rope here jeff says i put my pdf in books when i use notes again i I go with the pdf pre-downloaded on the ipad i think it's the safest bet as long as the ipad doesn't crash which is i mean that's a very real fear 
I have my phone I, in my pocket as backup. I just saw, I, I'm having to scroll to catch up, and my wife said, Andrew, that's a complete joke because your parents would unadopt me if they ever had to watch our kids. <laughs> oh, my wife. I love her. CJ says, I'd have gotten the laptop and thrown some crazy sticker on it. Jeff says, I always memorize my content based on the slides that are on the screen. Unless I know I'm not going to have a screen, then I have a notebook that I put my notes on. I like the backup plan. Uh, there's there's so many right ways to do it. And it right, just, wrong. Like I had my first preaching professor in seminary was like an anti-notes guy. Yeah, I've it's seen like, you know, if you yeah. If you need to use notes, you don't know the content. And if you don't right. know the content, what are you doing up there? Right. And so... I, I, I've done it that way. Yeah. And, I, I've seen screenshots of Tim Keller's notes where it's all on a single page and it goes in a circular mm -hmm. form. It's incredibly hard to decipher, yeah. but he gets it. Yeah, I think it, you got to do what works for you. Oh, so, yeah. I, I remember the first time I heard J.D. Greer speak in person. He's a phenomenal communicator. Yeah. Uh, he had a, a half size three ring binder mm -hmm. and read from it. Yeah. Not like very little eye contact. And it was a phenomenal sermon. He straight up read from it. We we would take our students to the camp that Orange put on for several years called high school camp. It was remember it well. Apparently they're like, hey, let's name this something real catchy, really catchy, super creative. So people will know immediately what it is. I love it. We HSC. Do a camp for high schoolers. What do we call it? R.I.P. H.S.C. I don't know. Let's go with high school camp. It was fun. And so we were there one year, and you could tell that. You know, Orange has their close relationships with North Point. You could just you could tell that this kind of communication school had gone through a lot of the onstage talent of we're not going to use notes. We're going to do this. And one of the speakers was John Acuff, who mm -hmm. not a preacher, but speaker. world class speaker, good communicator, communicator, funny guy. Uh, and so all of these guys were up there with their very obviously memorized points and OK sermons. And he got up there with his mini three ring binder mm -hmm. and, you know, sat on a stool and flipped the page when it was time. It wasn't distracting and never missed a single one of his points. You could tell when somebody else is like, oh, man, I should have said that 30 seconds ago. Can I go back to it? Knew what he wanted to say. So, and was ready to say it because it was right there. In front there's there's ways to do all of them well. But what you shouldn't do is not check to make sure that you have the right sermon notes pulled up on your iPad. That one is Because that is terrifying. That is crucial. Could, could you tell, Dylan? I, I said it eventually that I, you know, you were about to get a rerun, but could you tell about to get that, a rerun. that I was scrambling for something at some point? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, yeah you could. Do you think you could tell because you know me so well, or do you think it was obvious to everybody uh, Andrew's about to uh, pull a saw on the cave and poo his pants? That was a callback there. That, that was nice. Um. No, I mean, yeah, I guess, it, I mean, just because I know your routine. Um, so I guess, I guess since we didn't have the Megan video, I was kind of just like, oh, he's just thrown off because there's no video. There's awkward silence right now. And there's normally a video and he has to like banter and <laughs> set everything up and. <laughs> Look, Austin, I, I need to defend myself just for a moment, Andrew. He says he's not, he's not sure how the Jaguar in him feels about Tim wearing that Bucks shirt. He's wearing a Jags hat. I've got my Jags hat. I have openly confessed to everyone I'm not on any sort of bandwagon. I've lived in this city for 13 years. 
I I still bleed teal. I can cheer for the hometown team. It was it was a it warmed my heart to stand up in front of the congregation <laughs> to preach and see a sea of red jerseys. I thought that was so much fun. I love the support. Kendall says new plan. Dylan has a manuscript in a separate room. Andrew has an in ear monitor. It's like Johnny Depp on the yeah. on the third and fourth Pirates of the Caribbean movie. He's like, I'll do it, but I'm not going to memorize any lines. Wow. You just wow. Do you uh, imagine being like, I'm going to get paid twenty million dollars for this movie, but I'm not going to memorize lines. I want you to say them to me. In my earpiece. When you're Johnny Depp, you can do that. Matt Hole says, late here, wasn't ready for the twinsy mode. <laughs> Just lost some of my cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> I love that you're eating... In the twins... Cinnamon toast crunch. Does that make me Danny DeVito? I'm cool with that. <laughs> you're saying I get to be Arnold? Yeah, I mean... Fine with I that. I figured one of us had to be Arnold and... Well, you're taller. You're taller. Tim, I, uh... Wow. I also... <laughs> set my grill on fire yesterday. Again, another show note here, quote, burning grills. I, I was just doing like pre-made hamburger patties. Were you that excited? No, I, the, I knew, I knew it was time to, it it? was time to clean out the grease trap in my grill Mm. and I didn't. And so I thought, oh, it's like put some foil up so that, you know, and the burgers were charcoal guy or no, I'm a propane propane guy. And so, um, it was the, 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 Nathan wants to see that meme. The juices. From from the burgers, just uh, they compiled there in the foil, and when I went to flip the burgers, Got a little juicy. All of the fat juices cut, went dripped down, caught on fire. Then the grease trap itself. Most caught on of us fire. are familiar with what happens when the grease drips down. And uh, I like calmly said to my wife, I popped my head and said, "Hey, honey, could you get me the uh, fire extinguisher?" <laughs> I, it, it, it was that bad. We're talking like. Five, six. Do you grill high. inside your screen or outside? Yeah, your screen? inside the screen. Big no no. Inside the screen. Yeah, big no no. And uh, are you guys, you guys are having a pool put in. Are you putting a bird cage around it? So the bird cage is going around it. If we get a grill, it'll be outside the bird cage. You though. don't have a grill? I don't have a grill. How do you make hamburgers? I don't have a grill. How do you make steaks? I don't have a grill. We eat out more than I tell you. I'll tell you that. How do you make corn on the cob? You could boil it. We ate out four times this past week. Tim. Sometimes life gets busy, Something. and when you have to do less dishes, it makes life easier. I, listen, we had a chocolate fountain at my house last night Ooh. because I told my boys several. Also, I dipped some strawberries, so there's chocolate-covered strawberries there in the uh, in the office next door if you guys want to grab one. I'd love to. Um, but so I told the boys month or like a month or so ago, if the Buccaneers make it to the playoffs— they were asking if they could have the chocolate fountain for the Super Bowl. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. The Bucks make it to the Super Bowl. Can we have the chocolate fountain for the Super Bowl? Yeah. And I said yes, thinking there's no way we're a five seed, not going to happen. And well, <laughs> it happened. So uh, living proof. When my whole family went to bed last night, I had to clean the chocolate fountain. It was more fun putting up the grill fire than cleaning the chocolate fountain. Although I did burn my finger right here. A little bit swollen. You can see that. Someone's wanting to start a GoFundMe for a grill for Timothy. I've had a grill in the past. It's just when my parents were at their previous house, they had a really sweet had, outdoor kitchen. So we would did. go over there twice a week to grill. Lately, that has not been an option. We don't grill a lot in the winter anyways. You get it. There's I, also more than I, one way to cook a hamburger and a I know. steak, Andrew. There, there are, but we, I, we, I only get, grill get those things. I, I cook steaks in cast iron. I do a lot of the cooking in my house. My wife, like feeds my children but sometimes when my kids want chicken nuggets and mac and cheese i don't 
And so I do a lot of the uh, the adult cooking in our house. Jeff and says so, uh, every yes. day is grill day. I yeah. love I love grilled food. I love the grill. I'm not against the grill. I just don't own one. Uh, I, I'm with you. I'm trying to read. Nathan says it's four below going. here. My smoker and grill are always ready to go. You're right. I don't. I don't have an excuse. Yeah. Winter time or not. Yeah, yeah. I don't have an excuse. You, you, you don't Absolutely. grill much in the winter. You're right. It was 68 degrees it yesterday. Got chilly. So it's uh, dipped below it, 70. It makes sense. Get off your high horse. Quote of the day and necessary shirt from Jerry. I'm ready. We're I'm always ready. ready for a Jerry shirt and a Jerry quote. Not today. I'm wearing a Buccaneer shirt. Andrew, before we yeah. dive into this um, this topic that I can't wait to talk about, I think we need to tell everyone about a few friends There's of ours. So many friends, and oh, I think. Hang on, sure. that wasn't. We weren't supposed to play that ad again. We played that at the beginning. That was so loud and scary. Wow, that was uh, that was loud and scary, Tim. We, we played it at the beginning. It's a great ad. And speaking of great ads, uh, listen, we need to talk about grade my logo with Brett Cole. It's a great show. It's a lot of fun. It's really funny. Uh, yeah, he he's grading church logos, and he could grade your logo too. All you have to do is go to uh, grademylogo.com. You can submit your logo, mm-hmm. and uh, he'll pull one per week. Sometimes he pulls two. He talks about it. He talks about what can be different. He talks about what he likes. He recreates it, shows how to make it scalable. It's like I'm not a graphic design guy. And I have spent some of my lunches over the past few weeks watching this before he contacted us and said, hey, you want to want to talk about this on your show? It's just it's informative. It's fun. And we like him. CJ says Tim just got excited to see Stephanie after hearing that grade my logo music. It put some <laughs> some thoughts seven. in my head. Chapter there, seven. There are so, some. Have you guys submitted your church logos? I have not submitted mine. I was funny. I was emailing. With Josh and I said we I, should do that. I don't. We we could. I mean, we've we've got them. We've I'm got looking them. at both of our church logos on magnets up here, mm-hmm. and I said I don't want to hurt the feelings of someone that helped me do my logo. And he said that happened one of the episodes. It, the I think you have to be ready to have but, your logo critiqued if you're if you're going to make a logo, there. you got to have it be ready. But whether or not you want your logo critiqued, if you need a logo, you need to check out Bright Cole. Look, he's not he's not cheap. But he's way cheaper than anybody else that's doing what he is doing. You are going to get a font guide, a style guide. Mm. You're like, you will get what you are seeing people charge thousands and thousands of dollars for from Bright Cole, and it will be top notch. It's good stuff. And if you don't like it, you can take it out on Tim. I promise. It's just that good. It won't hurt my feelings. Check at all. out Bright Cole. Check out Grade My Logo. Check out DYM University. Hashtag train your team. Get all your leaders together thinking the same thing. Talking the same way. Speaking the same language. Breathing the same air. Smelling the same. That's how you get COVID. Don't do that. Sorry, But still, get everybody on board. Get everybody trained up. It's good stuff. We're all restarting right now. So get everybody to restart together the right way. It's a great thing. DYM University. Give Central. Centrally give. Easiest and fastest way to collect funds. Whether that's tithes and offerings, registrations and payments, you name it. If you are looking to collect funds for your church, ministry, nonprofit, whatever, Give Central is the way to do it. It's really the only way to do it. It's the only way. And you should know, Andrew, that we are a proud, 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 pretty, pretty proud, 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 proud part. So, so proud, proud part of, of the, the DYM, DYM Podcast Network. Network. Go check out all the shows. They're wonderful. Listen while you drive. That's what I do. It's a whole lot of fun. 
Jerry, no need to apologize. We already have the shirt for you. You can scroll back in the comments. Looking forward to wearing that shirt uh, next week. Andrew, we didn't, we didn't, I know we're going to get to this and your elders getting drunk at a dinner last week, that, but Tim, what? that did not happen. I thought that's what the show was Dylan a little bit, but that's okay. That's okay. Just kidding. We, we can't make I that. I know that so, didn't happen. It didn't happen. And I know I, that. Tim, I did. We did have a really awesome elders dinner. Before we get to that, I need to know your favorite Super Bowl commercial from last night. I have one, and it's it's partly because of the snow. Snozberries? Nostalgia. What was yours? Um, I really enjoyed the Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis, Wasn't Me good. commercial. Shaggy? I, Shaggy? I love Shaggy. So good. I, I think Wasn't Me is a great song. I also, I prefer his smash hit Angel. Two wasn't me, but still. Angel, you're my me. girl. You're, you're my darling. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. He's got a great voice. He yeah. still's got. Like, uh, yeah, he last night he, he has. Was, it. I'm like, he still you, got you would it. think that Shaggy. If you're doing that it. with your throat, eventually your vocal cords are just gonna explode. It was a great commercial. And it was yeah, that was a good commercial. The best um, part was my parents saying, "What song was that?" That was like classic <laughs> years ago. Never, never mind. I remember that song coming on in the car with my parents driving and us kids in the back seat cracking up for a good, you know, four or five minutes. Yeah, the length of the song and a, them having no idea. It's a long song. We'll talk about it later. Um, I, I enjoyed that commercial. The uh, Drake from State Farm Drake made me made me laugh. There were there were several good you, ones. You still but, did not get to. But there weren't my favorite. There weren't any. This is a classic commercial that I will be laughing at for the rest of my life moments. So there was there was for me, and I think it's because of my love for this film. And I, and I just grew up watching it over and over. It was a once ready. a month, twice a month. And I'm that, ready. That would be Wayne's World. That like, yeah, Wayne and I, Garth coming on and doing the we'll never sell out take from yes. Wayne's World, which was and I it's the take that I want us to give every week when we read our ads, because it is just that classic. My kids were like staring at me because I was laughing so hard. I, I laughed very hard during they the did, way they didn't commercial. get it at all. People were just wondering, why is Tim loving this? I there was just good. a little part of me. I was so happy that I mean, Grinda looked a lot older. They they looked really old. They looked very, very old and Canadian, but the new M night movie. Yes, yeah, CJ. So I was yes. watching M night tease that trailer for, you know, three or four days on Twitter. I had no idea what he was talking about. And then the trailer dropped. That was, I was, I was, that was exciting. It uh, made me go back and, and catch up on servant on Apple TV plus, which is a disturbing show. I haven't done it yet. It's very disturbing. I, I do love me some Ron Weasley. Jerry yeah. says lots of people hating the weekend, but to me, good, solid quality show. Jerry, I, I'm with you. I, all the way. Also, the memes of like when he had the camera in his face and it said uh, oh, it was good. spinning and it said Patrick Mahomes the whole third quarter. That made me that made me laugh. Austin says the Will Ferrell the Will Ferrell commercial was funny, except he kept cursing. And my kids thought it was very funny that he was cursing. It was funny. It was funny. But I my kids wa- just looked at me like, wait, are, we, is it, are can, we allowed to hear this? Can we laugh at that? Yeah. Are, are we? Do you like Super Jerry, go back, re, go, go find have the Wayne changed so, so much. Yeah. You thought uh, that was racy? You should exactly. The commercial it's, we saw like, in the 90s. I mean, it's like, oh, man, I'm I remember I, when I, GoDaddy I was became. Say, yes. Bill. Yeah. Yeah. It's it used to be what what can you show in a commercial? And now it's basically what is going to get the most hits on YouTube afterwards, which is better. Sometimes things change for the best, Tim. Connor says my students had no clue who they were and were judging me hard when I was quoting Wayne's World. Party time. Excellent. Dylan, favorite Super Bowl ad? Um, I really liked the Oatly Oat Milk commercial. It was funny. Um, it was funny. That's the only one that really stuck out to me. 
I got super excited about the uh, Falcon. The Falcon Winter Soldier, Soldier teaser, uh, teaser was trailer. good. That was, it was yeah, solid. That, that and Matt and it was funny. Like I like I got Maddie's <laughs> attention, um, and she, and she like freaked out. She was just like, "Why? This is a show?" And I was just like, "Yeah, it's." been announced for like a year and a half they've they've filmed it it's coming we, all, we also we just recently watched both captain america and the winter soldier mm. like i'm glad uh, you guys are getting caught up andrew we need to clarify something here and your wife is making sure that the world knows this your kids did not laugh at the cursing they were cursing and then laughing at each other cursing that i think that's what it, what it is and it was you don't want your children to hear you laugh at the cursing but it was funny First curse word you ever said as a kid because you heard someone else say it. Mm. That one, that one that Will Ferrell used, I said it to my, uh, do you know what? I think uh, it was, I think we'd watched. What, where'd you, where did you hear it? Planet of the Apes. Okay. Get your dirty hands off me. The D word. It's weird. I, I knew we would have a lot in common. Mine was also the D word, except it was Jurassic Park when, mm. when he wasn't finding yeah, they were on the tour. There were no dinosaurs. Yeah. He smacks his hand on the car and says the D word. I said it. I cried. I went to the laundry room and repented. <laughs> I, I literally prayed for like a solid 30 minutes because the D word came out of my mouth. Andrew, well, you remember how serious that was? Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. Tim. It still is. Steph says, and now you're the, OK. Yeah, I forgot about that. The Edward Scissorhands commercial. That was, that funny. was good. Edgar, 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 Edgar Scissorhands, but still any. The more Winona Ryder in commercials, the better. Andrew says it was actually Andrew laughing at the cursing because his parents were there. It's awkward. Dummy. It was awkward. Yes, CJ, and you just made me say it again. Wow. He made me say the D word on air. Go repent. I'm going to get fired. We're going to have to wrap up No, speaking than later. of getting fired, Andrew, tell us about your elder dinner. Uh, we, <laughs> it, I'm kidding. It was not. You had a no, great time. So we have a restaurant that is catty corner from us. It's. I mean, from our front steps, we're talking 30 feet. Yeah, I you love know. that you guys do this every and year. I think it is such a they, cool uh They built a patio a couple years ago, and the city said, well, you can you can build this patio, but you won't have an, you're losing a parking spot. You yeah. need to gain parking so you can buy a parking spot from us, the city of Safety Harbor. Mm -hmm. But all their customers park in our lot anyway. Sure. And so um, they reached out to us and said, you know, is there a way that we could – like officially rent out a spot and the, like, we're not actually going to use it, but we like, you know, have to, you have to, to do have this. To, yeah. And so we have a sign that hangs in our nursery window. It's literally the parking spot farthest from the restaurant, but it was the only, <laughs> it was the only spot with a window directly in front of it. So we have a sign in our nursery window that says this spot is reserved for the kitchen and bar at safety Harbor. Actually, it just says the kitchen at safety Harbor. I, I played with some, uh, some photo editing to not have the word bar in the one that it's hanging in the window. Mm -hmm. But so if the city of safety Harbor people come by, they see it. And so they give us a hundred dollars a month for that. And they give us a staff and elders dinner every year. And so, uh, and it's not a cheap place. It's like a no. 60 bucks for, you know, for, a. Maybe and your team six. looks forward to it. Like it is a yeah. big, oh, like it's, it's, a big a it's, a, it's a big deal. With you. Yeah. So like Did we you start the tradition. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And uh, they, they it's elders and spouses, right? It's elders and staff, elders and staff. So elders spouses staff. not invited. No. Sorry, Melissa. Andy, no, my, my wife was there yeah, because Andy she's on staff. Staff. So, so you're she's the on staff. to the rule yes. because she's on staff. And so um, it was it's just so much fun. And then we so we had like the one official agenda meeting because it was the first time our it was the first time our elders have been physically together since our new class of elders came in last March. Wow. 
because that's we've cool. done all of our meetings on Zoom. Yeah. And so we had the official agenda item. We have a preschool that's looking to move into our children's wing. Love it. During the week, they're going to pay us a substantial amount of rent, which is exciting. Money is fun. And they're going to like renovate. And so it was like a very joyous time. It was mm-hmm. like we got to be together. We got to all vote yes on yes, we will take money to welcome young families that live in our neighborhood into our facility every day. That's a good thing. And it was just a super joyous celebration. And it's really nice when someone hands you a bill for several hundred dollars. Like, you know, hey, here's a uh, the most expensive dinner that you've ever paid for in your life. And you're like, <laughs> don't worry, team. I've got this covered because they send me a gift card every year. That is a beautiful thing. one year. The first year we did it, they sent me a gift card. And I think our elders were like, oh, I don't want to overspend. And so we had like $95 left on the gift card afterwards. So you, and so I took my wife out uh, with it you should. for a second time. It was awesome. So th- that we did not have that problem this time, this time, uh, Dylan with Dylan was there. Uh, we, we exceeded our (laughs) gift card, but, but, uh, (laughs) we, we had the money for it because we talked about on the show, a former customer of mine at Denny's gave me $600 a few months ago. I ran into him at the post office and he just said, this is the, for the pastor's discretionary fund. I love those. And so far I've used it for food because, we, at your discretion. Yeah, at my discretion, we bought dinner for our praise team on Christmas Eve Eve because mm-hmm. they were giving up two nights in a row to get ready for Christmas Eve. And then uh, we covered the difference, and we and we're, we still got some in there. So it was exciting. Jerry says, I feel like Brady won as a tribute to all the old youth leaders out here, 43 years old versus 25 years old. As a 47-year-old youth pastor, I claim that a win for us. I'm glad that. Tom Brady's victory was a victory for all of our older youth workers. All of our old guy friends. I have a lot of them. It's, I it's mean, I'm weird. sitting next to one. It's, it's weird to be like, that guy's older than me out there doing that. It's bizarro. Damon says, when I was a kid, oh boy, my friends taught me to say the F word. Not friendly. <laughs> oh, different no. F word. Then went and told my mom I was swearing. She beat me and made me play in the backyard the rest of the day. So like playing in the backyard was was that punishment? Like you couldn't come in the house, like you're kicked out like a puppy. I I was at the Awana Olympics. Go outside. Which is like but so they had to let me on the Awana Olympics team because I showed up at all of the practices. But I was like the alternate on all of the teams. And so I was like you were the alternate in Awana? I know I was the alternate in the Awana Olympics. Worst sports story. It was so sad. And so I was sitting there and we were like at a like a high school gym and someone had carved that word into uh into the bleachers and so i was sitting there with my dad and i said dad what does and i i try i i was trying to read it and i was first or second grade didn't know the word sure and uh but i i was a terrible reader horrible reader until you've about, gotten better i I'm, I'm a great reader now but i did not read at grade level until high school i mean wow. it was it was bad i was in like the, you know, I was in the lowest reading group and all that stuff. You were the alternate and, in high school, and I was the, I was, it was bad. And I said to my dad, I looked him in the eye and said, "Dad, what does Fook mean?" And he just about died. I still remember it vividly because now having children that age and knowing that my you didn't dad give me a chance to hit the mute button. My, my dad was about my age. We're gonna get blocked. And if my kid, if my kid said that to me, I would also laugh very, very hard. So, oh. Words. Sam's Sam, who's now doing our announcements on yes. Sundays, by the way, which he's doing a phenomenal job. 
Uh, he did take a shot at me yesterday, which I'll get back at him for that next week. The only touchdown that the Chiefs had in Tampa was when their plane is- landed at the <laughs> airport. I almost made... Ouch! Good, though. I almost made a joke that was very insensitive, but I didn't. It's going to involve... Ooh, Tommy Shelton with a little callback, Preaching Without a Parachute. That's a good title as well. That is a good title. It's, it's terrifying. CJ says, got to drink and be merry. Dylan, you had... You go hard at the restaurant... He was talking about your job openly on air one day. So <laughs> you have ha- you have I, full permission. I, ha- I always have a job to do. That's I, listen. I love Dylan. One of the goals that I have in life is to set Dylan up to be successful in all aspects of ministry. And you have t- and I love this because you told him that on day one. Yeah. Oh, like, like you, I told you him will that will be set. I told him that six months before we hired him. Yep. Like I would love to love tell you that you will be here for forever. But this is what we can afford as a church. And uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't even know this was a leadership podcast, but that was just leadership. Very, gold. Actually. So here's the exciting thing about Dylan. Oh, there's so many exciting things about Dylan. This is the, as, one. as part of he's in his last year of at Trinity college of Florida. And today officially today starts officially what his, re- his required internship as part of his degree. So before Let's he's go. just been a part-time employee, but now he's technically wow. an intern as well. <laughs> yeah. So wow. you thought I was abusing him before. Oh man. He's going to pick me to get you coffee. He's get, I had to tell him to get me coffee. He said, Hey, today officially starts my internship. I said, Oh good. Go get me coffee. He didn't. <laughs> he did not. Wow. He's taught me how to make coffee way better. You're welcome. He's an asset. What? And if you're looking for an asset in asset. your student ministry, a multi-skilled asset. Is this, asset. Is this the? Uh, this is no. This is, this is the new. The new ad. No. This is no. We're, we still have a few more uh, shows that oh, are sponsored so, by Bright Cole, but eventually, HireDylan.com will be the ad pitch. Oh, I'm I excited. Wait. I'm excited. I'm. I'm probably gonna have him do the graphic design. I don't know. We'll see. Nathan, I was my own That's intern it. when I was finishing my degree. <laughs> <laughs> got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Oh, the joys of. Jumping through hoops. Jerry laying down another t-shirt with that hair. He'll do just fine. There you go. That's actually what the uh, graphic design is going to look like for HireDylan.com. It's just going to be the outline of his face. And uh, I love it. I love everything. Tim. You love everything. You have work to do. I've got work to do. I've got work to do. Got some celebrating to do. We were supposed to be at Disney World today. We made plans we made reservations but then they canceled the parade we did so. not cancel those plans we did disney, disney canceled, canceled those our plans. plans disney the parade was canceled we still have reservations for today so if you'd like to sneak over we i could. can call my wife now all right i don't you have like a parenting responsibility this afternoon number four has a doctor's appointment so i gotta get okay home. well we're gonna keep celebrating here in champa bay champa bucks